Good morning. It's another beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's episode, we're going to speak with Rachel D'Aquisto. She is the founder of Ray Ray's Sonoran Spirit Tea, and we're going to find out how and why this downtown hospitality executive made a decision to brew up something different and start a new business. Today is January 15th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. And we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android by heading over to your App Store or the Google Play Store and picking up the Downtown Radio Tucson app. Here on the show, you can interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you want more information about our book or past episodes, or just to contact us, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And of course, you can listen to our podcast on all kinds of platforms like Spotify, iTunes, or simply by saying, hey, smart speaker, why don't you play Life Along the Streetcar podcast and do that too. Well, it's always an exciting time in Tucson as we get into the new year because the weather's Suitable for all kinds of events and festivals now through kind of like April. And we have the Jazz Fest underway. Uh, Dillinger Day is happening this weekend, but also the uh, challenge of weather uh, can pose a little bit of a complication to plan. So, with the uh, Dillinger Days having modified their outdoor event today, we're cutting it way down from what they'd anticipated, and the weather likely to affect the outdoor jazz concert tomorrow on Martin Luther King Day. Um, just be aware before you head out, check the uh, weather reports, and it's okay to still come downtown and maybe have a bite to eat and uh, take a look around, see if you uh, find something that you uh, want to participate in, even if the weather is not great. One thing that will be indoors starting um, January 19th and then in February happening every Thursday we have at the Tucson Gallery inside the proper shops at 300 East Congress, we've got Meet the Artist. So Randicia Fletcher is the first artist being featured in that series. And you may remember she and her husband Herman were on our show a couple of times talking about their efforts for sustainability, affordable housing, and how they were using her art to help fundraise for that cause. Well, she is now one of the rotating artists at the Tucson Gallery and will be featured as a Meet the Artist um, presentation. That's January 19th. There's more information available at the TucsonGallery.com website. And, of course, if you stay tuned uh, to our Facebook page, we'll link over to that. Well, let's jump into our interview this week with Rachel D'Aquisto. She has been in downtown for years in many different roles, and she just recently launched a new venture called Ray Ray's Sonoran Spirit Tea kind of ties into her background and our history and culture here. So uh, I had a chance to talk with her by phone just a few days ago. We are blessed with the presence of what I call the human cocktail, Rachel D'Aquisto. You have uh, this varied background that when all mixed together in the right proportions has turned out greatness here in, in Tucson. So Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you. You are the uh, the founder, the owner of Cocktail Lab AZ, 
And what I understand is recently you decided that wasn't enough just to consult and help other people. You, you came out and created your own product, uh, which we'll talk about today, uh, Ray Ray's Sonoran Tea. Yes, we have. Well, let's let's take a step back, though, before we get into all of your greatness and accomplishments. <laughs> let's find out about where, where this came from. Like You've been a fixture in downtown and in the hospitality scene for some time. Give us a little bit about your history. Yeah, I um, moved back to Arizona about 10 years ago from the Bay Area and started um, working downtown again. Downtown is thriving. Um, I worked a little bit for Maynard's and Hotel Congress, um, proper Good Oak Love Burger folks, and then landed at Playground, stayed um, as the general manager of Playground Bar and Lounge for about six or seven years until my most recent forced vacation during the pandemic, um, I got kind of antsy and started developing uh, this new product and cocktail lab. Well, and even even before that, because you've been, uh, I think I ran into you first, you, you were doing um, uh, part of the Arizona Bartenders Association and helping coordinate training for bartenders across the, the state, correct? Yeah, I um, am president of a hospitality nonprofit here in Tucson, um, but it's a national nonprofit called uh, the United States Bartenders Guild, and its focus is um, as a charity for education and furthering the craft for hospitality professionals. So um, we bring a lot of resources, training, and education to our Tucson hospitality industry workers. And I've been doing that. Um, I've been part of the board and the council for um, about seven, eight years, and then the president for four. Okay, so you don't have a whole lot going on. You just started a company, president of the association, got some (laughs) new products. But, But somewhere in there, you created this concept of Cocktail Lab AZ, which is um, what, what, what is it? It's a consulting group or, do you, or, or tell me more. I provide hospitality services, anything from a team building exercise, uh, like a fun cocktail class with coworkers to staff training and or systems consulting for bars and restaurants. Okay. So it's, it's not just, I thought it was just a consulting business for bars and restaurants, but you do things with the general public as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like to have fun with it and do things like the classes. And and in these classes, I mean, you well, I guess my my question was going to be, how did you then get from from this to creating your own product? Um, it was something that I always wanted to do. The uh, hospitality services were kind of a placeholder while I learned how to make a product shelf stable, get my bearings on alcohol licenses and all the things, all the technical things of bringing a product to retail market and wholesale market. Okay, so this is this wasn't something that just sort of happened on. This has been part of the master plan and, and just been working uh, on ways to get there. Yep. And and, and and it sounds like raising a family as well. 
Yeah. <laughs> my my three year old's very opinionated about her red shoes at the moment. Well, the red shoes are are very are very important. <laughs> And I've, I've been doing a little research, reading some bios and such. You've gotten a lot of really good press from from different organizations about your efforts, and it seems like with uh, like with Tucson, there, we always run across some some common themes. And one of your common themes is the support that you've received from uh, Startup Tucson. Yeah, I would not be in the uh, position I am today without Startup Tucson. I was really able to my brainstorming and my ideas and my dream and really start checking off the boxes of how to own my own business and launch my own product. And we've been doing more uh, interviews with individuals that have come through um, the programs that they offer or have been connected to the program. So, you know, Startup Tucson itself is, is gaining this really big uh, following in Tucson because their 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 alumni I, I guess is, is maybe the, the word for it or their participants are are really starting to have an impact and success in Tucson and, and I think you're a perfect example of that yeah I'm really really grateful for the resources and the accessibility of my mentors uh, I was able to have quick effective legal counsel um, really tap directly into industry giants in terms of local industry giants, 1055 and Thunder Canyon were my closest mentors and it's just valuable to me. Well, and those seem like good resources since they're in uh, a very similar position of, of doing some um, retail and wholesale of, of their products. Is that uh, So let's talk about your your creation then. You have, you have one one item on the shelves at the moment, but I'm assuming there's others working, but tell us about, about, uh, Ray Ray's, uh, Sonoran tea. I don't know exactly where my passion for it ignited. I've just been stuck on this particular product and developing it and really passionate about this flagship product. It's kind of got its niche in, a world of options as a gluten-free draft option. It's low alcohol. It's half caffeinated. It's um, not malted or fermented. And it's just something I have loved testing the recipes on and really perfecting. I'm super proud of it. And I think it represents a regional product, regional flavors. And as the popularity is growing, I think it's sort of proving its um, viability. And I'm super excited to continue to promote that as our flagship product and then start to develop um, spinoffs and hopefully new products. We'll be back to the second half of our interview with Rachel D'Aquisto. She is the owner of Cocktail Lab AZ and the founder of Ray Ray's Sonoran Spirit Tea. First, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. 
Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We are back with the second half of our interview with Rachel D'Aquisto. She is the founder and creator of Ray Ray's Snore and Spirit Tea. Gave us a little bit of the history about herself and her product, and she mentioned that it is a, a good Tucson drink, very uh, respectful and representative. So I wanted to find a little bit more about that and really what, it, what does it take to, uh, to come up with a signature cocktail like this. But, but you also then mentioned it, it's um, representative of the region. How, how so? Well, in terms of the flavor and one of the most popular classic cocktails that kind of inspired it, a Long Island iced tea, how would you update that? And so it's sort of an Arizona iced tea, a Tucson tea. It um, uses distilled spirits, vodka and tequila, but the ABV is low. So it drinks like a beer in terms of alcohol content. It's four and a half percent. So we have the vodka and the tequila, and then it's lightly sweetened with agave, um, blue organic blue agave kind of represents the sweetener of our region Mm -hmm. and even though it's just a touch of it i wanted to keep the sweetness low it's less than a gram per 16 ounce and then we blend hibiscus tea as well okay which is also known as hamica but um we use dried hibiscus flowers to make the tea to brew and blend in with our black tea so kind of bringing in that tequila um, agave and hibiscus to round out those regional flavors with citrus black tea and vodka those sort of classic beverages that people know about yeah, very cool. I I did not realize all of the uh, um, the intentionality that went into it. I I don't know. I just assumed it was like an iced tea that you, you, you spiked with alcohol. I don't I don't know how these things work, but this this took like a lot of time. I would imagine to create this recipe. It took me a lot of time. Uh, I was pretty comfortable making cocktails, making large scale bats cocktails. Um, I got to test that prior to sort of launching this in ways like, uh, big events like the Bowtie Block Party or anything at Playground. We could kind of do cocktails on a large scale, but they, it took me a lot of time to learn how to make that shelf stable, how to turn ingredients that I know into ingredients that will last in a can. And I didn't know anything about that. I started experimenting in my kitchen with glass bottles and corking fresh ingredients. And then three days later, corks would be popping and glass would be breaking. (laughs) I started quickly to realize that I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, it took me a really long time to learn and understand how I can keep the ingredients, how to kind of put those things together or use ingredients that I know how to pronounce. 
I didn't want to use any fillers or stabilizers. And I wanted to figure out which ingredient can go together and be shelf stable. Okay. So, so and that, that then goes into the, the care goes into how, how it's blended in a way that, that really seems sensitive for people that have a variety of dietary restrictions or, or allergies. Yeah. I also wanted to create something that could just make it easier for a larger group of people to drink without having to worry about it. So keeping the sweetener or the glycemic index on the sugar low, um, and keeping it gluten-free, it already includes more people than sharing a beer can. Keeping the ABV low includes more people than sharing a cocktail can. So I just kind of wanted to reach a broader group and have it be easy. Okay. Wow. This is much more philosophical than I think a lot of people would, would imagine when they just look at a alcoholic beverage available. And where 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 do we get these? Are they... Are they in stores? You mentioned they're on draft and, and in cans. We are. We just ordered our cans after we recently received our federal label approval. So hopefully we'll be in retail stores by April. We are currently in around 20 bars and restaurants around town. Um, five or six of them are accessible per, by streetcar. Yeah, which <laughs> give us a couple of those. We have uh, the Monica and John Henry's. We have the Arbar Rialto Theater and 191 Tool. Um, and so we just the, go, we just go in and ask for a Ray Ray's, and they'll know what we're talking yeah. about. Or a Sonoran tea, Ray Ray's Sonoran tea. It's the wood handle with the green writing on draft. All right. And where did this name come from? My dad and I used to brainstorm about names. It's a very interesting process. And my family, it's a term of endearment for me. I'm Ray or Ray Ray that my immediate family uses. But also over the years, we, t as hospitality workers, we tend to spend more time with our work family than even our own family. So my work family also called me Ray Ray. So my dad named it that because he felt like I put so much of my own thought and self and intention and all that into this. So he really thought I should call it Ray Ray's. I agreed. <laughs> it sounds like the perfect name, Ray Ray Sonoran Tea, coming to shelves somewhere uh, near you in April-ish and available at some of these uh, spots you mentioned now. H how do people stay in touch with you, follow up, if they want to reach out and do an event with you through Cocktail Lab? Like, what's all your, what's all your uh, social media and stuff? Yeah, my website, uh, cocktaillabaz.com, will have all the bars and restaurants that carry our product as well as uh, contact information if you need consulting services or you'd like a sample for your bar. Um, Instagram has all of our latest goings on at Ray Ray's Sonoran. That's linked to our Facebook. Okay. And then if, if people, and the people want to reach out to you to, to, to do something, they would go through your website. It's probably the best way. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Well, it is a, a new year. We have uh, all kinds of exciting things ahead of us. And I think my uh, my retroactive New Year's resolution is going to be to make sure I get out and try a Ray Ray Sonoran tea here in the very near future. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Well, Rachel, this has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate everything that has happened in your life that has brought you to this point. And I think we're, we're I'm excited because this is one of those interviews that I'm going to be able to talk about in five years and say, you know, I interviewed her way back when. And <laughs> now that Ray Ray's has this entire suite of products sold across the globe, uh, we can find out how it got its start here by listening to uh, our little show in downtown Tucson. Absolutely. All right, so once again, thanks for your time. And I, I look forward to, uh, to tasting the products. Thank you. That uh, has been Rachel D'Aquisto of the... Um, the fabulous beverage called Ray Ray's Sonoran Spirit Tea. Looking forward to uh, seeing other creations that may come out of her mind in her kitchen. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. You can learn all about uh, Radio Club Crawl, all the other fabulous um, shows that our volunteer DJs put on by heading over to downtownradio.org. Uh, Sundays is kind of a fun day with different types of music. We're, we're kicked off every every Sunday by Mr. Nature and Little Leaf Radio. And I like to take my dog for a walk. He's on at 7, so we put the leash on, we head out, and we do what we call Mr. Nature's Walk. And uh, I dare you to uh, listen to Mr. Nature's show and not leave with just this overwhelming sense of positivity. He does a fantastic job. It's family-friendly, appeals to everyone, uh, including uh, my dog, Archie. Also, uh, during the week then, we've got our rock mix. And and again, talk about it many times. This is a volunteer-run station, so your support is very, uh, very helpful. And quite honestly, it's it's required for us to continue. So if you have not been a donor, please head over to downtownradio.org. Maybe hit the donate button and give us a one-time or an ongoing donation. And if you are one of our uh, underwriters and you are one of our our donors, thank you, thank you, thank you. As we roll into 2023, we I know there's going to be some challenges ahead. We don't know what they are yet. That's always the exciting thing. And having a little bit of uh, support within the community makes overcoming any of those challenges and obstacles much uh, much more comfortable and easy to do. So head over to downtownradio.org. Check out all of our shows. You're going to find something that you like. You're going to find something you don't know. And uh, I encourage you to listen a few times to a show that you're not familiar with. And my guess is you're going to learn something and probably end up with a new favorite uh, radio show here in Tucson or, or I guess around the globe, depending on where you're listening. I know some of our shows get... Uh, fan mail from all over the country. Uh, I don't. So if you're listening in uh, in different parts of the world about this microcosm of Tucson that is the life along the streetcar, uh, you know, hit me up. 
on Facebook or Instagram or send us an email at contact at lifelongstreetcar.org and say, hey, I'm listening to you from around the world. Um, that would be that would be cool. And that doesn't count. Like if my mom's traveling, that doesn't count. It's it's actual listeners. Hey, um, next week's show is is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, just like today, we had uh, Rachel D'Aquisto talking about a, a new product that came out of her mind and her experience and everything sort of came together to um, create this new experience that we're all going to benefit from. Next week's show is a very uh, similar concept, not you know cocktail related, but musically related. There's a uh, an artist, his name is Brian Laidlaw, and a few years ago he started a, a nonprofit called Unrestricted Interest, and uh, it it works. Uh, it, it offers poetry, songwriting uh, skills, and mentorship for um, um, creates a mentorship program for non, uh, neurodivergent artists. And uh, he explains what a, a, a neurodivergent artist is on uh, next week's show, and also um, how his new album is uh, is doing called Silently Loud, which uh, it features songs from non-speaking uh, autistic poets, two of which are here in Tucson. And uh, next week at the Poetry Center, Brian is going to be in town performing some of those uh, songs from his album, Silently Loud. His uh, local poets and songwriters will be there to answer any questions. So next week we have uh, Brian on the show. And we also have Tyler Meyer, who is the Poetry Center's executive director, so that's going to be another interesting show, and that's going to lead to a couple of future um, uh, subjects as well, because they're doing some amazing things, and uh, I got to record that interview already, and it was just incredibly um, intrigued by the work that's being done, really looking forward to that. But if there's something we should be talking about that 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 you uh, are, are familiar with, let us know, Instagram, Facebook, email, contact us on our webpage, tell us. You know, that's, that's how this show continues to grow. It's by suggestions from you. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of topics that we t- have not broached and, and talked about yet on the show, mainly because we don't know about them. So tell us. You're in the know. I mean, you're listening to this show. You're, you're cool. So tell us the things that uh, you cool people know, and we'll make the rest of us cool as well. Well, we are in the midst of uh, the uh, Tucson Jazz Festival. Had Chris Dodge on last week. You can check out that interview on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org, if you want to know more about all the happenings. But I can tell you uh, today, the uh, Pink Martini is playing at the Linda Ronstadt Music Hall uh, in just a a couple of hours here. So we're going to leave you with a little bit of music that kind of ties in with the Jazz Festival and our Ray Ray Sonoran Spirit Tea founder, Rachel D'Aquisto, from 2007 on an album called Hey Eugene. This is Pink Martini, and it's Tea for Two. Or perhaps it's uh, Ray Ray Sonoran Tea for Two. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Places a lover's oasis where life's weary chases unknown far from the cry of the city where flowers pretty caress the stream.